Healing has an aspect of letting go of perceived self so that true self can emerge. Dr. Amit Agarwal. Stay tuned and find out how to heal and access your true self so you can live your best life. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock solid metabolism, lasting weight loss and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hormone Prescription with Dr. Kieran. I hope you're having a great day. Thank you so much for joining me today as we dive in with Dr. Amit Agarwal into how to heal 360 degrees, not only your physical health, but your mental and emotional health, your nervous system. You're going to love this doctor as much as I do because he really takes a holistic view of healing. A lot of doctors say that they do, but when you get down to it, they don't. And he really does. He gets it. He shares his journey from growing up, basically being beaten by people. Uh, adults as a child and how that was really normalized in his culture. So he didn't think that that was a part of his health and healing journey. But after becoming a naturopath, his journey unfolded to show him that there's so much more to healing than just the physical aspects like hormones and gut health and all the things that we talk about, mitochondrial health. And that's been part of my journey too, which I share a little bit of in this episode as well. So if you're missing these components, and if you're thinking, oh, that's not me, I didn't have trauma, I wasn't beaten, really about 90% of us are affected by trauma in forms of relational trauma where our needs aren't met for nurturing care and support as children. And that affects our health and it directly impacts our hormones, particularly our cortisol, which you know I call her queen cortisol. So when the queen's not happy, she takes everything down, right, off with their heads. That's a mean queen. And you want a happy queen cortisol so that she supports you in feeling great, being physically healthy and living your best life so that you can have hormonal prosperity and do all the things that that allows you to access like traveling the world or having a new career or hobby or improving your relationships. And that's what makes life fulfilling and worth living. He also talks about this quote I shared in the teaser. What is this idea of letting go of perceived self so that your true self can emerge? If that's quizzical to you, you're going to want to stay tuned and so much more. So I'll tell you a little bit about him and then we'll get started. He's voted one of the top 43 naturopathic doctors worldwide, and he's helped thousands of people around the world heal from trauma, anxiety, depression, and chronic disease by combining holistic medicine, psychotherapy, homeopathy, and emotional healing. So if you want faster relief from burnout, anxiety, depression, chronic disease, and trauma by healing your mind and body together, then take a listen 
to his journey and his teachings. I think you're going to find it very valuable. Please help me welcome Dr. Amit to the show. Thank you, Karen. Really excited to dive into looking at how liver, trauma, gut health, homeopathy, family constellations, and all these energetic therapies can balance our hormones and improve overall mental and physical well-being. Yes, so important. And as a physician coming from a traditional medical background, I came at these topics kind of in a different way than some other people maybe, where it was all about the physical. And it was all biomechanics and physiology, and it was a very Newtonian view of the body, right? Medications and surgery. And, you know, it's funny, I, I grew up with this very holistic mother in New York City, and she used to give my sister and me golden seal and echinacea when we were sick and make us sweat out fevers. And none of our friends did that. So we thought she was weird and crazy. And then I went off to medical school because I knew I wanted to work with women, helping them to heal. And I looked around and I said, well, what's the biggest toolbox I can get to help women? And I said, well, I'll get my medical doctorate. That's the biggest toolbox. But it wasn't only until my health faltered in the 40s and that solution provided no answers that I really started becoming disillusioned and saying, wow, do I... We really know anything about healing women or people in medicine because all the women at midlife were having the same problems and just circling the drain like I was at 243 pounds with myriad health problems. And then I found functional medicine, which really did help me heal a lot of my physicality, lose the weight, get off the prescription medications and addressed a lot of that. And I thought I had found all the answers. But oh no, wait, there's more. Right? <laughs> and then that brought me to the emotional healing, the energy healing, the energy work. And I find that's the missing piece for a lot of people. And they're not necessarily used to hearing about that from a traditional doctor. So what I love about what you do is that you bring all of that right up front and say, hey, you want to heal? These are all the things that you need to look at. How did you come to have such a global, balanced, deep approach to healing and health? Well, the thing is a lot of women make a mistake of only taking hormonal remedies for their hormones, or even if they're taking natural remedies, they take natural remedies to control symptoms, right? Whether they can chamomile to relax or only GABA for anxiety or Agnes Castus or some DIM or I3C to balance hormones, and they're missing the root cause. So in my journey for health, suffering from anxiety, depression, skin issues, gut health issues, the whole thing, as well as a lot of childhood trauma, and I'll talk about how to heal childhood trauma with family constellations, EMDR, and homeopathy. But through my journey, I realized there's we have five pillars of health, right? And most women need to know this because when we heal the five pillars of health, anxiety, depression, hormones, weight, skin issues, arthritis, all these start getting better. These five pillars are gut health, which many people are familiar with, right? And then there's liver health, liver detox. Most people ignore the liver and the liver is the master controller of hormones, not the ovaries or not the testes, right? The liver is the major metabolizer of hormones and also affects your gut health. And I'm going to show how everything is interconnected. So when you start healing your liver in using some of the best remedies I want to mention today, then everything will come more into balance and you'll need less supplements over time. Then the other pillar is your adrenal system, 
right? Adrenal glands make adrenaline, cortisol, they balance your hormones, they help with hormone conversions, and um, they also manage your fight, flight, or freeze response in response to trauma, okay? And help you survive trauma. And they also respond to chronic inflammation. So they burn out very fast if somebody is excessively traumatized, overly stressed, or overly inflamed. And I'm gonna teach you how to basically heal inflammation, heal your gut, detoxify your liver, release trauma as well so your adrenal glands are stronger and therefore you have more hormonal balance. Then another pillar is healing emotional trauma and lifestyle issues. These are the simple traumas from childhood, whether it's physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, or abandonment, or small traumas, you know, mom disappearing for a while, or mom and dad arguing, or just being left alone too long at boarding school or a normal school. There's multiple little T's that go out, go on out there, right? Mm -hmm. Our nervous system is affected by the nervous system of our caregivers, right? Energetically, we don't realize that. It's not only the traumas that happen to us, but the nervous system of our caregivers modulates or regulates our own nervous system. And that's very important to look at. Then the fifth pillar I love talking about in healing with clients and also the retreats we do here in Africa and in Europe is healing ancestral trauma using family constellations therapy, right? So looking at has there been miscarriages and abortions in the family, secret lovers, murders, abandonments, traumas to your grandparents, great-grandparents, because we basically inherit these traumas from our ancestors and from our parents. And if we don't include miscarriages and abortions, then these basically missing children get manifested or represented by us, the siblings, the surviving siblings and children in symptoms such as OCD, anxiety, depression, and physical symptoms as well. Okay, so let's start with the basics. Let's talk about how to heal all these pillars and how everything is interconnected with hormones, mental health, physical health and chronic disease, all right? Well, before we do that, I do want to do that. But how did you get personally? I want to know personally, how did you get all this understanding? I just, it's rare that I find somebody who has this breadth and depth of understanding. So in your journey, can you just share with everyone what the unfolding was? I think it helps them okay. to really understand. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I grew up in boarding school and felt quite abandoned. And then I grew up in local schools as well, where we were beaten. Normal that was beating was normal. So to be hit by a cane for, I don't know, being late for school or getting your sums wrong or just because the teacher was not in a good mood. And so I got picked on a lot by teachers. So I grew up with a lot of insecurity. And then boarding school didn't help, feeling really um, let down by my parents. So not trusting anymore in my in a consistent caregiving presence. Like I love my parents to bits, of course, but something altered in my nervous system based on the abandonment. And people have to recognize that there's a subtle alteration that goes on when you're a child and something happens. Okay, It doesn't have to be a ma major trauma. And of course, you grow up eating junk food, right? Coca-Cola, burgers, whatever it may be. So, you know, I typically had the gut issues, a bit of gas, bloating, diarrhea, inconsistent stool, acne, fatigue, anxiety, depression, you name it. And during university, I did a lot of drugs. You know, every single drug you can think about under the sun, <laughs> literally. And um, so I did my work through life and then came across naturopathic medicine. And in naturopathic medicine, that's where I came across the importance of diet, first of all. And then healing the gut with probiotics, vitamin D, glutamine and other supplements I talk about in my online course, which we'll share later. By healing the gut, I realized inflammation was reducing my body. 
And because basically when you have a leaky gut or a healthy gut, toxins leak into the bloodstream and cause inflammation everywhere in the body, leading cause for asthma, eczema, arthritis, hormonal imbalances, skin issues, etc. And then through my journey, I also started studying gestalt psychotherapy and trauma therapies. So I went through a lot of healing for childhood traumas, right? And low self-esteem issues, mental issues that were affecting my mood and my personality. I thought it was just my personality to be fearful or anxious and uncertain about myself. And then it came up that these were caused by the way I was brought up, the things that happened to me, the way I adjusted myself based on the threat during childhood. And when I healed these wounds and felt contact and love and communication from a therapist, from the group therapies that I went to, my confidence grew, my emotional resilience grew, I burnt out less, I was much more powerful in my school environment. So in naturopathic college, I burnt out less, I was a higher performer, because I'd released entanglements and wounds that were using up my energy and exhausting my adrenal system, right? So I found the importance, I saw the importance of healing emotional wounds using therapy. And I also started healing emotional wounds using homeopathy. And we'll talk about how homeopathy and an energetic medicine can release childhood trauma and also heal your mood much faster than using psychotherapy alone. All right. See what happens when you're traumatized as a child, these traumas stay in your nervous system and your nervous system is stuck in a fight, flight or freeze response based on these experiences. And then as an adult, when you're feeling stressed, or overwhelmed, your adrenal glands and your nervous system, again, going to fight, flight, or freeze. Additionally, though, these old wounds from childhood are also triggered, right? So you go into more fight, flight, or freeze. These get re-triggered. So your nervous system is in, is basically is exhausted and overwhelmed from a combination of childhood stress and adult stress. And most people walk around, you know, thinking they're over a childhood trauma, but their body keeps the score, which is the title of a famous book out there. The body stays with this trauma. And then everyday stress re-triggers that trauma. And that exhausts your adrenal glands. And when your adrenal glands are exhausted, you go into a cortisol imbalance, right? Because your adrenal glands produce cortisol in a nice rhythm. When you have a cortisol imbalance, that throws off your conversion of your conversion of basically basic hormone molecules into estrogen, progesterone, and um, testosterone. So right away, you go into hormonal imbalances. When you have hormonal imbalances and, and also cortisol imbalances, ser- your feel-good neurotransmitters, your brain chemicals start dropping. That's serotonin, dopamine, GABA, melatonin. All these start going down. And then you have more anxiety, depression, insomnia, OCD symptoms as well, and chronic fatigue and burnout, and a sense of overwhelm from any new things that you need to do in life. So you get stuck in routines and you're afraid of trying new things because your body's looking for safety and consistency. It's not necessarily your personality. It's literally burnout and cortisol excess and the inability to make new brain connections, nerve connections in your brain. So that ability is known as neuroplasticity. And basically the ability for to have neuroplasticity diminishes as we become more inflamed from leaky gut and more cortisol imbalanced from a combination of leaky gut inflammation as well as chronic stress throwing off our cortisol levels. And so combining psychotherapy and um, naturopathic medicine showed me the importance of healing the body and the mind. And then healing the liver is something I just came across or I don't know, downloaded into my conscience, the importance of liver health. Not many people were talking about healing the liver. And I discovered 
I mean, it's, it's already there in traditional Chinese medicine that delivers the master organ, controls hormones, produces beautiful bile, yeah, bile juice for digestion, and also helps move your bowels. So people who are constipated often have a bile, lack of bile flow, and they're taking laxatives, they're taking magnesium, taking stool softeners, but they're not healing their liver. That's a big mistake. But when you heal your liver, then more bile flows, and bile is a lubricant for your stool. And bile improves peristalsis, the motility of our intestines, which also helps with bowel movements. And also, bile is, it helps with digestion. So if you have low bile flow, you'll get more gas, bloating, constipation, heartburn as well, because bile affects the way your stomach produces acid, or your liver affects the way your stomach produces acid. Then the other thing is when your liver is stagnant, because your liver controls hormones, when your liver is stagnant, right, with too many toxins, too much alcohol, too much pesticides, too much inflammation as well from leaky gut, or even the birth control pill, too much coffee, sugar, etc. And then we go into hormonal imbalance. So you get breast tenderness, yeah, uh, maybe some fibrocystic breasts or nodules, ovarian cysts, endometriosis, right, clotting and cramping during menses. All these PMS symptoms you can see, yeah, are due to usually low progesterone levels and high estrogen levels, which comes from liver stagnation. And then the gas and the bloating are also because of poor bile flow. So you can see, and the mood swings are because usually a low progesterone means that GABA, the anti-anxiety neurotransmitter, doesn't work so well in the brain. Okay, uh, this is a mouthful, but there's free videos on my website that will walk you through healing the gut, liver, adrenals, and emotional healing. And you can watch those at your own time. So basically, when the you can see how your PMS symptoms come with basically female issues like cramping, clotting, breast tenderness, as well as digestive issues like the gas, bloating, constipation, or diarrhea, as well as mood issues, anxiety, insomnia, depression, maybe irritability. Right? And in Chinese medicine, irritability is connected to stagnant liver as well, right? So if your liver is very stagnant, you're going to get angry easily, aggressive. And that's the yeah, excessive progesterone. Know, it's so true. And that's actually a part of my story. So I did all that functional medicine work, but I, would, I was so angry for no reason, like over out of proportion to the situation. And I didn't realize, one, it had to do with liver, but my acupuncturist taught me about that. And then also that... The Power of Now, I can't think of his name right now. Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. He says, you know, the anger is in you, and it and it's that stored emotion from childhood trauma. And so, and I, I want to talk about liver and all these other things, the physical things, but I, like I said, what's so unique that you offer is talking about all these other things. And so I find that the women I work with they don't think they're traumatized. And that was me, right? I knew my family was, we used to say, let's put the fun back in dysfunctional. You know, we had a dysfunctional family and we would laugh about it. But I didn't know until I knew when I got older and I actually saw this post by Patrick Tehan, who's a wonderful therapist who helps people with childhood trauma online. And he had this post actually today, how bad it was won't hit home until you hear a safe person's reaction to your story. And it was only through the work, working with a compassionate therapist who heard the things that I told her and she was appalled. And until I understood really what healthy relating should have looked like from a parent to a child, and then really started unpacking this anger. So what do you say to people 
who think, well, I had the typical upbringing for my community. And sure, you know, I didn't get emotional nourishment and spiritual nourishment, all these things, but it was just normal to really get, no, this is you. This is pretty much, I think it's estimated 97% of us have this. How do you help people to really get that and not dismiss it and say, I don't need that? Good question. So at the retreats we run, I encourage people to actually express anger and get in touch with that rage and anger that's inside of them. Anger mm-hmm. is healthy, you know, healthy aggression because it establishes boundaries. It gets our needs met. Like we can say, you know, like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, hit a pillow and everything. Feel that, feel that rage and like boundary coming up inside of you without the shame and guilt. Because a lot of people are so scared of feeling anger because it basically they equate it to being abandoned or put down or, or shut down by their parents or excluded by their family members. So we swallow the anger and we, we're not even aware that we have it. But if you're looking for an optimal life, optimal health, confidence, then it's mm-hmm. good that you get in touch with and be comfortable with a whole spectrum of your emotions. And that's what we encourage people to do is really feel the whole spectrum in a safe environment with positive feedback around it. I'm not asking you to beat people up and become a violent person. That's very different violence. Yeah, it's not necessarily anger or equates to anger or healthy aggression. Okay, that's out of control. But in a way to create limits for yourself and communicate with people in a non-apologetic way, right? And I think you can feel the energy coming from me is mm-hmm. your business. That's what I do with people at the retreats. And then in the course that I teach, in the online course that's available for everyone, we also recommend homeopathic remedies to help release stored anger. Nux vomic is a great homeopathic remedy that basically helps people who are overly aggressive or stuck have stuck anger, and also who have liver issues, maybe chronic constipation, heartburn, nausea, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you use homeopathy, or when I use homeopathy on a person, then the healing goes much deeper because it heals the emotions as well as the physical body together and the mind. And also we'll talk about how certain remedies, I'll teach you which ones, can also heal childhood trauma. So instead of relying on therapy and therapy and therapy, which is great as well, a remedy can take therapy much faster. How do I say it? Can help therapy work much faster and deeper. Okay. So that's, I basically get people to normalize their... I'm sorry to interrupt, but so basically you're saying you give them an experiential, an experience of getting in touch with that anger for them to know that it's there. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But we don't force it or put ideas into people's head that they should be angry or there's anger where there's none, right? It's really about creating safety and acknowledgement and, um, you know, getting them to feel somatically what really exists. Because when you feel it in your body, you know it's true. That's the important thing. Because when you start expressing from your body, then a lot of deeper healing takes place, which is very different from just expressing from your mind. The Mm -hmm. idea of these therapies that we do, so I combine Gestalt therapy, family constellations, EMDR, somatic experiencing, Mm -hmm. is that you really embody your emotions. So my next retreat is called Embodied Self-Love. Really, So you Mm -hmm. embody and feel, you know, your needs and your aggression and your shame and your vulnerabilities, yeah, in a very safe, supportive manner so that you come out alive and thrive as a true human being. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now I interrupted you back talking about liver and the bile and all the things. So pick up where you'd like to take that. So the liver is the master organ, right? Let's look at your intestines. First of all, your intestines are like a tube, a nice lining kept healthy by good bacteria and good food. Over time with antibiotic use, a poor diet, inflammatory foods like gluten, dairy, etc., the lining gets damaged, the good bacteria get killed off and the lining is damaged. Then toxins leak into the bloodstream, cause inflammation everywhere. Leading cause for asthma, eczema, arthritis, a lot of chronic health issues, as well as hormonal imbalance. The good bacteria in your gut are responsible for producing neurotransmitters such as serotonin and dopamine and GABA. And so when these good bacteria get killed off, then your neurotransmitter production goes down. And therefore, then you get more mental health symptoms, more anxiety and depression. Now, all this inflammation goes to the liver and inflammation also creates toxins and the toxins have to be processed by your liver. Your liver is also inundated with pesticides on a daily basis, you know, environmental toxins, maybe alcohol, too much sugar. And also it, it basically does over 500 functions from cholesterol metabolism, hormone balancing, blood sugar storage, iron storage, B vitamin storage, all these things are happening in your liver. So your liver gets slammed with toxins, slammed with inflammation, and also stress goes and contracts your liver through the vagus nerve, and I'll talk about that. So all these things lead to liver stagnation or liver cheese stagnation, as we call it in Chinese medicine. The liver stops working so well, produces less bile, which causes the gas, bloating, constipation, et cetera, we talked about. And also when you produce less bile, your microbiome, your gut health becomes unhealthy again, because bile is important to kill off the bad bacteria. And it also breaks down fatty acids, which are important to basically feed the good bacteria. So your bile is not digesting fats too well either. And you're not absorbing nutrients either. So you're going to nutrient depletion, unhealthy microbiome, which is leading to more leaky gut, more chronic inflammation. It's a vicious cycle. Hormonal imbalance as well. And a whole myriad of like blood sugar storage issues, fatty liver disease, cholesterol metabolism issues, progesterone deficiencies, and also propensity towards certain types of cancer. Because remember, the hormones are not being metabolized properly now. And so, of course, we need to heal the liver. And so how do we do that? First is remove inflammatory foods, whether it's gluten or dairy, right? Do the gut healing protocols in my course or with another naturopathic doctor, okay? Whether it's probiotics, vitamin D or other amino acids, remove it. And like I said, remove the inflammatory foods and then heal the liver with, I use bitter foods. It could be, you know, rocket or arugula. It could be bitter gourd. It could be dandelion root. You know, I love using herbs such as milk thistle, dandelion, other herbs that are in the course as well. Cruciferous vegetables are excellent. So that's your cabbage, Brussels sprouts, broccoli. Those are great in phase two detoxification. And um, antioxidants are super important because your liver is detoxifying on a regular basis. So it's inundated with um, oxidative damage. So you need the antioxidants. It could be glutathione. It could be vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E. All these things will help mm -hmm. Liver function. Yeah. Organic berries are high in antioxidants. They will help with liver function. And so when you heal your liver, bile starts flowing properly, your gut starts healing. So inflammation reduces, hormones come more into balance, your skin clears, weight reduces significantly. Weight gain is often due to, of course, water retention, uh, cholesterol metabolism, sugar metabolism, and very connected to liver metabolism. A lot of people struggling to lose weight have a liver stagnation issue. All right. I know a lot of people right now are listening and they're getting overwhelmed because they're like, oh my gosh, all this, and you want me to look at my anger and my trauma, and <laughs> it's probably feeling a little overwhelmed. 
So you mentioned starting with diet, which I totally agree. That's the number one place to start. And if I know we're going to give resources, you've got a book, you've got courses, you've got a retreat coming up. But if someone is thinking, what is, what's maybe, what are the one, two, three top things that I might start working with to start healing? What would those things be? So it's about healing the gut and the liver and the emotions. Those are the top three. Literally removing the simply said you say it's so easy. It's probably those are the hardest things I find. Just even in my health journey, I always say health is a journey, not a destination. Navigating that gut liver journey, navigating that emotional healing journey, navigating all these things. It's a continual unpacking and kind of course correcting process. So what things could they start implementing maybe today that they could do? Like I said, removing the inflammatory foods is a great start. You know, look at what foods you're sensitive to, mm-hmm. including more bitter foods in your diet. Right. And more more cruciferous vegetables as well, if you're not sensitive to them. That's a great start. Avoiding right. excessive, excessive sugar, excessive coffee, excessive gluten, dairy, all those things are great starts. And then um, mm-hmm. there's a free video I have as well on, on these resources that I'm mentioning on the site where it'll help you release certain stuck emotions, right? So become comfortable with your emotions. And the exercise goes like, I'll walk you through it very briefly. Just, you can put one hand on your forehead, one hand behind your head, just to reset your nervous system or settle it down. And you can say to yourself, take a deep breath in and out first for a couple of moments. You might be feeling anxious. You might be feeling overwhelmed and don't fight it. Just say to yourself, it's safe for me to be overwhelmed from time to time. Use the words from time to time or once in a while, very purposefully. Then you can say, it's safe for me to let go of some of this information from time to time. I don't need to understand everything right away once in a while. So you're really giving permission for your body to relax and your mind to open up. It's safe for me to reconnect with myself once in a while or let go of pressure from other people from time to time. Yeah, and you can notice how at the end of the sentence of using the words once in a while and from time to time. That's Those endings are very important because it gives your nervous system the permission really to let go of the pressure and also to feel the emotions it doesn't want to feel or you think you shouldn't feel. Yeah, and then you become more and more comfortable with your nervous system because emotions are natural responses to, to your stimuli, right? Whether you're feeling anxious, angry, disappointed, incapable, these are valuable senses that you're getting that tell you something about what you're facing right now. So it's safe to feel mm-hmm. those once in a while. That starts the journey of self-love where you're not fighting yourself and your emotions and stigmatizing yourself anymore. And from that point, I find that when people continue to do the other exercises in the course, they get much better results because they've made peace with their own internal spectrum of emotions. So healing the gut, avoiding inflammatory foods, you know, more bitter foods, more drinking water, of course, and becoming comfortable with your own emotions, I would say Mm -hmm. is one of the best starts you can do and deep breathing. So when you breathe deep, yeah, Mm -hmm. like five deep breaths, maybe five times a day, your diaphragm begins to massage your liver, one, right? A lot of people have liver stagnation because 
they're shallow breathing. So the diaphragm is not massaging the lymphatics and detoxifying your liver. Very important. Movement is very important for detoxification. When you deep breathe as well, what happens is you reset your vagus nerve, this big, beautiful nerve, a parasympathetic nerve that controls your breathing, your digestion, your liver, your heart rate, right? It even produces chemicals that affect your gut microbiome. And so when you do deep breathing, you regulate your vagus nerve and you calm down. You reset your parasympathetic state, basically. And when you do that, then your liver functions better, your digestion, your motility improves. Okay, and your mind calms down, you come out of fight, flight or freeze response. So it's a very positive feedback cycle when you do these active breathing exercises and active care for yourself. So when you practice self-care, yes. even in small amounts, your body gets used to it and it becomes less difficult because it becomes more familiar territory. Our difficulty with making changes is because of the lack of familiarity. Remember I said in the beginning when we're burnt out and stressed out, we need familiar things, comfort zones, whether even if it's harmful to mm -hmm. our health, we stick to those things. So the beginning of the journey, it feels a bit difficult, but when you do small amounts, like sometimes I might not feel like exercising, I'll, and it's been a long day, I'll just go down and put, do five push-ups. Then half an hour later after a Skype call, I'll go and do some sit-ups, so small amounts. I don't have a routine where I can go for an hour and do a good workout at the gym. But these small, small things, suddenly after three, four, five days, I'm much stronger, exercise feels less painful, and these hunger pangs that I have will reduce as well. Often I eat out of boredom, right? Or I'm nervous and stressed. I'll go yeah. Munch. yeah, I'll always munch on stuff. And what I've discovered beautifully is I'll, when I'm feeling that pang of hunger, I'll quickly go and do some sit-ups. But like I say this with caution, because if your blood sugar is low and you need to eat something, of course, check with your doctor and make sure you're getting your blood sugar regulated. Me personally, though, right, what I found, some of my hunger cravings are not from low blood sugar, but from anxiety or boredom. So I'll, I'll throw in a bit of exercise there, maybe for five, 10 minutes. That's it. Some movement, go for a walk. Hunger reduces immediately. I feel better about myself and I'm getting stronger every day. Yes, these are so many powerful tools that you're sharing. And we're definitely going to have Dr. Amit's information and links in the show notes for you so you can find out more. But before we wrap up, I have to ask you about this quote that you shared. Healing has an aspect of letting go of perceived self so that true self can emerge. Can you talk about that a little bit? <laughs> what that means. I'm glad you noticed that saying. Not many people notice that. So perceived self is our idea of our personality and our self post the wounds that we have experienced in life. Yeah, I'm an angry person. I'm a soft person. I'm not confident. I'm not loved. All that. And so when we start letting go of those compensations or armors, right, then the true self begins to get felt. We start to feel our vulnerability, our softness, our, our love, our, our lovable. Well, all parts of us are really lovable. But you know that authentic sense of being. And when we let go of this armor, then also the contractions in our physiology, the fight, flight or freeze response in our adrenal system, the contraction in our liver all starts to dissipate. So organ functions start healing as well. So by healing the mind, right, and letting go of these armors and wounds, the body starts to heal. So heal your mind, therefore your body heals. And as your body heals and you let go of the armors, true self emerges. And true self is really you thriving, optimal health, feeling feeling joy and sadness when, when it's important to feel those things, okay? But not getting stuck in a routine of emotions. So at the retreats, 
we go full spectrum, we get you to feel every single thing and come back to safety, stillness, and allow your experience of really the depth of difficult emotions and feeling cared for at the same time. Yeah, I love this quote because it's so true that, you know, I, when I work with women, I tell them, the person you are now can't have the health and vitality and joy and life that you want. You have to become somebody that can have those things. And so, you know, how Joseph Campbell talks about the hero's journey, that every journey is that starts with some crisis, right? For a lot of women at midlife, it's a health crisis. How am I going to overcome this? I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And you go on this journey and you pick up resources and you have challenges and you have setbacks and you find more resources. And at the end, you know, like in Star Wars or in the Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, you get the thing that you set out to get but really what you get is you become someone different and you become that true self like you describe, who is the person who can have those things. And so I find that a lot of women, they don't want anything to change about their lives, but they want to lose weight or they want to have energy. They want to have hair growth or sex drive or no depression or you name, fill in the blank symptoms, what I call midlife metabolic mayhem. They want those symptoms to go away, but they don't want anything to change. And they don't want to look at, you know, their two espresso per morning habit. And they don't want to look at the fact that their relationship with their partner, they've basically become roommates and they're not intimate at all, or they don't want to look at these things. So how do you help people open to this? Because I think that's a little threatening of a statement to people who don't like change. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I like who I am. I don't want to be someone else. So how do you help them open to that possibility? So first is education. When people realize the connection between the gut, the liver, the adrenal system, hormones, and the mood, mm -hmm. most of my clients, 99% of, often after hearing the connection, they comply with the protocols, one. Number two, mm -hmm. I use a lot of homeopathy, right? Homeopathic remedies, which also help shift the mind and get people to regain confidence, have less fear. And when you shift that and you have less fear, you're more able to take risks and you have more self-love and confidence and you're less, you have less food cravings automatically, and you're less addicted to substances, right? Addiction is sometimes just need for familiarity. And so these reduce, and the changes happen very quickly. But that's using a lot of the protocols. In, in terms of coaching or psychotherapy, I acknowledge the need for safety and to be still, right? Because change, what does change bring about? It, it might bring about isolation, it might bring about detachment or separation, a sense of aloneness, and those need to be acknowledged, right? When did you last feel alone? Why was it so difficult? What does it mean by, you know, having a conversation with your partner? Does it mean conflict? Does it mean violence? Does it mean looking bad? Where, what are those wounds? Is that from your mom or from your dad? So I'll do a lot of family constellations therapy as well, where I find clients are loyal to their parents' misery. What does that mean? So if mom was with an addicted or alcoholic or abusive partner, I will be protective of mom. I will rescue mom. And I'll also feel guilty about being happier than mom. I don't deserve to be happier than mom was. And you'll see this very often. We'll have patterns of generations having similar kinds of relationships as their parents did with abusive partners, dissatisfying partners. 
And this comes out of a blind loyalty. We have an unconscious loyalty to the system, to the system that we're born into. And using family constellations therapy at the retreats and of course online, then what happens is we help disentangle these loyalties. We help disentangle yeah. these loyalties. So you can say, dear mom, I really respect you and I love you so much. You know, please forgive me if I look at dad with equal love as I look at you. Not many people can say that if one of one of the parents is abusive. And because dad is important energy for us as well. It's half our life force. And um, please forgive me if I leave this pain with you. And I have a better, like I find happiness where you couldn't. You know, please bless me or look at me with love and a smile. Please smile upon me. If I find happiness where you couldn't or where you suffered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you almost give yourself permission and feel permission from the people you're loyal to, to thrive in life. So these healing sentences are extremely important for transformation as well. You know, you can go to therapy till the cows come home. But if you don't heal these blind loyalties, you will be stuck in these patterns. And that's why I encourage people to really seek out family constellations therapy as well in their healing journey, combined with homeopathy, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And supporting the adrenal system. A lot of people find it difficult to change because their adrenal system is burnt out. So change feels overwhelming. And when I support mm-hmm. you with adaptogens, and but first we need to detoxify the liver and make sure there's less inflammation. But when we support the adrenal system with adaptogens and maybe phosphatidylserine or some other positive mood nutrients, they have more confidence. They have the ability to basically try new things rather than rely on old patterns. They feel good automatically inside, so they want to do more good things. Then you start creating small positive habits and that creates a reward. Like you feel satisfied. So when you feel satisfied Mm -hmm. action, you get a reward result. Like it's a reward symptom, a dopamine rush. And so your body starts becoming addicted or wanting, yeah, the positive effects of the positive steps you're taking. So there's more motivation really to eat healthier Mm -hmm. and to avoid the alcohol, to avoid the excessive coffee. And to go for that walk or that right. ride. Yeah, sometimes just calming some of the things down, especially cortisol, can really help. And I've been amazed being here in Dubai at the level of energy work and healing, nurturing modalities are available. Family constellation therapy, there's so many therapists here. When I was in South Florida doing my shaman training, there's like one lady who does it in all of South Florida and here I there's I've seen probably at least six or eight which is kind of amazing so it's something I'm going to dive into thank you so much for sharing all of this wonderful information with us inspiration I think you really are helping people to see that it's it's not just the physicality it is the emotionality, it's the family, it's the ancestors, which is a whole other conversation that maybe we'll have another time. It's your energy, it's your nervous system, it's it's everything. So women listening, if you want full body healing, life healing, and really to live the life that you deserve to live, I think all people deserve brilliant health that supports them in living their life, their dreams. You definitely want to check out Dr. Amit's resources that he has available. Where can everybody find out more about all the wonderful things that you shared with us? We'll put all the links that he mentions in the show notes. So don't worry about writing them down. They'll be there for you. But what? where can they find you? So my website is dramit.com. That's D-R-A-M-E-E-T.com. 
There's a free ebook and video course as well on healing the five pillars of health. That's your gut, liver, adrenals, emotions, and some talks about family constellations. And there's a full course there as well, which goes into all my protocols for with homeopathy, herbs, etc., for healing the gut, liver, adrenals, emotional healing exercises, so trauma healing exercises as well. And then I do retreats around the world, as well as I teach a course, an in-person course, uh, to help you really become better at helping others with anxiety and depression and helping yourself. It's an experiential course. If you don't find those links in the website, because they're kind of reserved for people in the online course, send me an email, right? And if you have a group of people or you want to join me in Europe or Africa or anywhere else in the world, send me an email and we'll organize a retreat or an in-person training for you and your group. It will be a pleasure for me. Wonderful. And we'll put that email in the show notes. We'll get all that information for you. Thank you so much for your journey and for your own healing, because now you can share it with the world. And I very much appreciate you joining us today. I thank you. And I thank the universe, actually, yeah, for this healing journey that, like you say, helped me share and give more back to the world. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Hormone Prescription with Dr. Kieran. I know for sure you learned something today that you can take action on. Maybe it's that you even start thinking about, hmm, am I really feeling my emotions? Am I processing them? What component could this be of my healing? Maybe this is what's holding me back or family constellation therapy or whatever it is. Reach out to me on social media. Tell me about it because you know I love hearing about it. And we'll have another wonderful episode for you again next week. I will see you then. Until then, peace, love, and hormones, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you'd give me a review and subscribe. It really does help this podcast out so much. You can visit thehormoneprescription.com where we have some free gifts for you. And you can sign up to have a hormone evaluation with me on the podcast to gain clarity into your personal situation. Until next time, remember, take small steps each day to balance your hormones and watch the wonderful changes in your health that begin to unfold for you. Talk to you soon.